the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house of me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Happy Saturday Morning. Here we are once again in April. Good stuff happening, right? Yes. In the automotive world. What are we talking about today, automotive-wise? I don't know. That's what I was just talking about. Vehicle recalls, technical service bulletins. And what does this all mean to you and your vehicle? Well, let me tell you, it means a lot to your vehicle. Does it not? Maintenance? No. Maintenance. No, we're talking about vehicle recalls, technical service bulletins. What does this mean to your vehicle? Not maintenance. Maintenance means a lot to your vehicle, too. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of maintenance. You got to no. go have it performed. And <laughs> No, it's like a repair. <laughs> um. Although technical service bulletins aren't either. They're not maintenance repair or anything. They are information that helps a technician uh, when there's been a um, multiple of the same concerns with a make or model. There's often a, often a technical service bulletin put out by the manufacturer, correct? It gives information on a, on a concern and a repair to correct that concern. So there's a lot of that. Am I correct? Yes. All right. There's a lot of those out there for every make and model for sure. But anyway, we're talking all about that. But uh, anything automotive-related, we're happy to talk to you about here at uh, on uh, The Answer San Diego 1170 Auto Talk Radio this morning, uh, 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, uh, give us a shout, and we'll uh, we'll chat with you about it. Or answer your questions or just tell us uh, your automotive fun experience. So... um. Boy, we have all kinds of cool automotive stuff going on these days, don't we? As far as that goes. Um, I've seen some good stuff. There was some, uh, you know, as a pull up real quick, some good. Uh, um, ooh, doo, doo. Some good automotive related stuff going on. And I forgot what it was. So I was going to just pull it up real quick just so we could see. Uh of all the latest and greatest. Uh, latest and greatest. They're doing a bunch of scholarships if you want to become an automotive technician. I was reading about that. Some good stuff there. So, you know, th- I've seen a lot of that going around because, I mean, I mean, obviously, and you know what? A lot of trades, not just this trade, are running out of trades people. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. So, th- th- which is not, not a lie. That we, you know, we need some younger people to come come into the uh automotive field for sure well right? you know what and for the longest time i was I, I felt i mean i felt like i was the youngest even as i was getting older i felt like i was the youngest in that in this trade still for a long time i mean it was i we didn't have very many young people coming in behind me i mean i was like 35 40 years old feeling like i was the youngest and that i shouldn't be i shouldn't have been in that you know what i mean correct correct yeah no there's uh um we would really like. There's so many automotive. We did a segment on that once, though. Automotive related jobs. Uh, uh, there's so many different jobs in the automotive field that are really good jobs. Everything from you know uh, working for WDs, which is distributors for for automotive parts, to um, you know being parts counter people, to being a technician, to being a service consultant, to 
Yeah, there's all kinds of great things you can do in the automotive field. Well, yeah, I, I even see like, uh, I mean, machine shops that build like, you know, water pumps, you know, like parts, places like that. Them guys, I mean, because you got to run CNC machines to do that. Them guys even are looking for people. So, I mean, that's why we have a problem getting parts sometimes probably too. Wow. That is true. No, I was just saying. So talk about technical service bulletins. I saw one on, on a Dodge truck, a transmission issue that uh, um, stores EVAP codes. And then the transmission light or transmission cooler freeze up may be involved as well. Condition that will typically occur when temperatures are below minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, a DTC 218 will set with transmission high temperature operation activated. Updating the software will correct these conditions. See, that's another one fixed by software. We see a lot of that these days, right? That's a technical service bulletin, though, right? Yes. So that's one of those things that... Uh, uh, oh, wow. So here's another one that people... You, you know, we see vehicles that sometimes people buy at auction and then they swipe, swipe, swipe out modules, right? Yes. So... Um, there's a, a bulletin, a technical service bulletin they just put out on uh, Cadillacs that uh, um, uh, the bulletin applies to 2010 to 13 Cadillac SRX m- models. A no start or other concern may be experienced after swapping an ECM or other modules from one vehicle to another. The new global architecture electrical systems do not allow controller swaps between vehicles. That's a lot of vehicles like that. A lot of Euro vehicles have been that way for a long time. Um, they're, they're VIN related. Especially if it's part of the uh, system to prevent theft. Yes. Uh, so swapping other modules from BCM to radio to uh, TCM on vehicles with the new global architectural electrical system will result in damaging both controllers. Ooh, that could get real expensive if you're somebody that just wants to start swapping things around. That's a terrible idea. Uh, a no start condition will occur on both vehicles if these modules are swapped due to the new vehicle security code protocol. There you are. The security so protocol. don't use one as a test. <laughs> do, yeah, do not do that. In other words, it's, it says right here in, in the technical service bulletin. In other words, don't do it. So that's a good point. Don't do it. Well, so you know people cool are going to do it. Now sorry. that they were told not to, you know they're going to. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just running down some of these because it's great for this segment we're talking about because um, we get these. These are all new bulletins. So the point to this is when we're talking, so you understand technical service bulletins, these come out weekly on all different makes and models. And uh, so, and, and I like to talk about these because, you know, people have these vehicles, you know. So, like, here's a one on a Ford Fusion 2010 to 12. Vehicles equipped with a 2.5 liter dual overhead cam engine may exhibit an audible noise in the heater core instrument panel area, often described as gurgle, waterfall, or a percolator, like an old coffee pot, right? Right. This concern typically occurs on initial engine startup, first throttle tip-in, when the ambient temperature is lower than 50 degrees Fahrenheit. There's a Degas service kit using the supplied instruction sheet. The Degas bottle included in the kit is from MK2 Infusion Sport. You should provide the correct coolant required label. Oh, so there you go. Gets rid of that noise. There's so many. So, so my point to this is there's so many of these that come out. Uh, on a regular basis, you know, as far as that goes. Um, and we talk about them here and there and, uh, and, and that. And so many things uh, going on with, ooh, here's a good one. This is an expensive one if you. Bolton was released by Chevrolet. The warning really applies to multitude of vehicles. Some customers may complain of an SES light and a constant engine misfire in some cases, may also note a ticking, knocking noise during diagnosis. The technician may find no compression on misfiring cylinders with 100% leakage in the crankcase. An aftermarket ECM calibration components and detonation led to a melted piston. Oh, so basically a programmer. Remember, we used to see programmers a lot. People do, and they would cause burn-up trannies. They, you know, so there are these aftermarket things that people like to reprogram. Now that everything's electronic, right, you decide you want to reprogram your car. Well, you have to be very careful because a lot of these not only program like shift points, but they reprogram the fuel curve, how lean or rich the car run, right? Well, all these crazy things, right? Perfect example. Okay. Ford, when they had the 4R100 in there, controllers, they put them on there and people would complain about their turning overheating. 
it really wasn't doing anything, but what it did do is when the turbo was on, the new programmer would pull off the lockup on the transmission. So and the that's temp what, would rise on yep. it. So it's not that it was really it was just not letting nope. something come on. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't really raise it wasn't raising line pressure, it wasn't doing all it just wasn't letting the torque converter come on, which created a lot of heat in the torque converter. So when when they when they upgrade when they wrote that software for that, they didn't write software to correct to allow the the PCM to see the temperature rise and not turn the light on because it turned the trans temp light on, right? Sometimes. Uh, yeah, but but that's not it. It would actually run that hot though. I no, mean, I know, but if they okay. would have wrote into the software that it was okay to run that hot, you know, if they were to change that perimeter inside there, uh-huh. then it wouldn't have turned the trans temp light on or set a code. But they didn't do that. All they did was change how the trans worked. Yes. And, and the signal to it and what the electronics allowed it to do, which was pull the lockup off. So if they would have rewrote that other part, then the driver, the light wouldn't have come on. But but instead of that, they just wrote the part for shifting of the trans and, and therefore the light came on. That's the weird part. You didn't even get a light. You know why? Because the only guys that knew that were the guys that were putting gauges on their truck. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so they would be like, holy crap, what is wrong, going on here? Yeah, something's <laughs> wrong with my transmission. It's mm. correct. Okay, so. And honestly, if you see the temperature of these things, it was running way too hot. So I can only imagine how hot that thing was climbing a grade, pulling a trailer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so these are the things that can affect this car, these Chevys, and burn a hole in the piston. They say inspect for aftermarket components such as an exo- aftermarket exhaust, ignition, high-performance controller, etc. Hey, d- I, you know what? One time I remember I got done with this transmission. <laughs> the guy had a program on it, but I pulled his program off because I said, look, we got to update the software because this was like one of the newer, newer years that I knew that they that, had it. That was a six L 90 on that thing. And I worked with you remember that. that. Yeah. I called and the guys like, uh, uh this, We've so- never our, seen that. our software doesn't work on this. Yeah. I was like, well, this guy had it on it. And that's what burned up the tranny. Remember, yes. I don't know who had programmed it in there for him, but. But when I called the company, they're like, no, no, we don't, we'll have to write software for that. We don't write software for that. And I was like, well, <laughs> I told the customer, this is just a bad idea all around. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you now. Get your and, money back. And we're not warranting the transmission if you do this. So, uh, yeah, interesting stuff when it comes to, you know, you've got to really watch some of these things. But, but these bulletins come out because of something they've seen a bunch of. So they've seen a bunch of these models of Chevy cars that have been either reprogrammed, exhaust put on, performance product that burn holes in pistons, okay. that change a parameter for the car, and therefore probably make it run lean is what happens. Uh-huh. Therefore, it hot spots a piston. Well, blows it's direct injected probably, right? Correct. So sh- <laughs> when you run a car that lean, direct injected, it's it's like having a torch. What? Uh, when the fuel comes in and it just whoosh, burns like, you a know hole what it's like? You know that water injection when they use the laser to cut now? That's yeah, like yeah. 1,500 PSI. Uh-huh, that's yeah. what it does to your piston. It just drills a but hole it's, right yeah, but it. And it's extremely hot. It's like yeah. a, a hot spot in it. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, hey, my question is, uh, w- does it say what kind of cars they're talking about they're putting this on? Just I was just wondering what kind of car they're programming. Here's another good one, huh? I didn't. It didn't say oh, what okay. models. I didn't go all the way through. I mean, it okay. did at the bottom, but there was a bunch of okay. them. So don't do it. Well, I didn't know if people don't, were, don't do it. Were they were they programming their Avo? I don't. You know, their Chevy. <laughs> I just kind of oh, wanted. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. There there were several models though. I think it's a wide range of GM with their software. Because the little Avo was a good car, but I, I wouldn't put a programmer on it. You know, <laughs> it wasn't made for mm. something like that. <laughs> Why not? Everybody takes those little cars and puts a big old exhaust can on the back of Isn't them. Isn't that made for that? It's made for fuel economy. Burr, burr, I know. Burr. Every time I hear one of those, I think, I'm so glad my car's quiet. I prefer a quiet car way more than anything. All right, folks, one 888 One more bulletin before we bump off here that's very important. This is another one. Uh, GM applies to all cars and trucks from 2014 and earlier. That's all models of GM. This one is. Some customers may commit comment on poor or no transmitter range when using the remote keyless entry or a remote vehicle start, R- RVS. In some cases, the range has been limited to a few feet. Some aftermarket devices can cause frequency interference, which may affect the operating range of the RKE and or the RVS functions, which is um, uh, the, the remote start, et cetera, or the, or the keyless entry. Inspect for aftermarket devices installed or stored in the vehicle, such as cell phone or USB chargers plugged in an accessory port, wireless gate remotes, wireless winch remotes, etc. 
and it shows a little little wireless phone, a little phone charger USB. Uh-huh. It says these these uh, inexpensive phone charger can interrupt the frequency operating range of the RKE and RSE. Now I, that I would not doubt, because when it comes to electronic stuff like that, and especially just a cheap cord, have you ever tried to charge we've, your phone with a cheap cord? Yeah, we found things with problem cars that that we like track down and like holy smokes man who did this or why don't or throw this thing away man don't use this again this is causing your problem don't, right don't you remember that you or that was it yukon or S- suburban the one that i was a yukon uh the one that had the problem with the wi-fi in the back because it was losing signal with the uh with uh-huh. the tire monitors yeah and that was the one i had to work with them engineers to finally get that thing fixed that's what they were like i'm like look there's nothing like that on there <laughs> Because I already oh, yeah. checked all that stuff. Well, because they know that the correct. Yeah, we already checked for all that. Hey, we I didn't feel so bad in that car because you remember the engineers got it wrong like four times during this when I was trying to get this together, man. So, because I, I kept going, I don't find anything wrong with this thing. Yeah, that truck was a nightmare. Those people just wanted to sell that thing when, by the time, but we did get it fixed. So, GM couldn't fix it. We fixed it in up in Escondido. Anyway, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. Give us a shout here after we return from these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We've been talking a bunch about uh, technical service bulletins this morning, and we're going to talk about vehicle recalls here shortly. But we're willing hey, to talk about anything. Did gas go down a little bit this week? Did it go down like ten cents or something? I don't know. I'm just wondering. That's Brendan. He watches that stuff. Brendan, did gas go down? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, I think it did by like 10 cents, I think. Wow. Hey, you're, you're all saved now. What, yeah, all I'm looking at is at least we're topping off. Is what I'm, You know what I mean? I don't want to see it keep climbing. I mean, it's bad enough already, but I don't want to. At least if we see it drop 10 cents, at least, you, at least we're topped. You think? I hope. <laughs> this is wishful thinking. This is me trying to be positive. <laughs> Actually, gas prices right now are higher than I think I've we've ever seen them. I think I think they're at the highest ever. They probably are. That's why I was starting to get. I mean, yeah. So I, when I, you say topped, I don't know what that means. I mean, I, we don't years, want it to go. Yeah, but I, I understand it's always going to go up, but climbing the way that it did. That's a little ridiculous. You get what I'm saying? I'm just saying that whole, uh, not to get political, but that whole Biden oil situation, it literally is just a Band-Aid. It's not going to fix the issue. Oh, you're uh, releasing from the reserves you're talking about. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It, like, like everybody else says, it's just a Band-Aid. So you're only going to get 10 cents, maybe at most, I think, 20 cents off. And then it's just going to go back skyrocketing up the price again soon. So I don't watch. think. Yeah, I don't think we're at the top. You don't think so? No. It might go back down in, in, in three, two and a half years. Okay, but I mean, I just don't want to see it climbing any higher. <laughs> when somebody else gets in charge and we start doing, go back okay, to Okay, that, I I understand all that, but I'm talking about right now, but I don't I'm, want to see it hit $9 a gallon is what I'm saying. Correct, but this is not a political <laughs> show. This is Auto Talk Radio. Th- th- I was Although talking about fuel is important to cars, there's no question That's about what I'm talking about. I was talking about fuel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, a friend of mine just last night, I, I met him for dinner. My friend Ron, he 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 bought a new 580e AMG Mercedes. Okay, it's all electric. Uh huh. 
this thing is like neck snapping. Like he, I was like, let me drive it. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> What's well, electric, dude? I mean, instant yeah. torque. Yeah, I mean, not in the long run. I mean, I, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, a, a fast car outrun it in the long run, but the off the line, in- instant torque. Yeah, so it's got like these beanbag headrests. Uh huh. For, for your heads. <laughs> <laughs> So that like I no. gotta tell you, electric cars, dude, it's convenient. Oh. I mean, I, I don't want to get on the it's, I, environment and all this, nah. but convenience. Think about this: oh. Every, you never have to go to the gas station, dude. Well, here's what's so funny: they sold him this car, and he had he had a hybrid before Mercedes, he a five fifty hybrid. Um, actually, they still have it. That's Cali's now. But it, anyway, uh, the funniest thing about it is is uh, um, this. Full electric Mercedes needs a different charging station. It needs to be installed, right? Yeah. A charging station needs to be yeah, installed. Yeah. So, like, they give him this little wall charger thing that, like, takes forever. Like, It's kind of like if you <laughs> like put your Samsung. battery on a two-amp charger, you know? <laughs> so, and they told him, like, they, they, they said, he's like, well, what happens if it dies? Because, I mean, you, this car doesn't. That's, that's the, not enough amperage to bring it back up, neither, if it's yes, totally so, dead. So, because the car's kind of expensive, they have a program. They'll come pick it up and take it and charge it for him, bring him back. <laughs> and he also got, he, he gets a free charge card for like two years that any place any like like the grocery stores like them, yeah, them. yeah where you have to pay yeah. like you pull in and you just put your card in and then it ch- you charge your thing so that comes with the car also huh so i told him i said well all you got to do is you start to run out and you don't have a charging thing you just just go find one of those and and i go for a walk or whatever and let it charge this is what i want to know because this would be a perfect example and and i don't know if you've asked him this question yet because and i don't know if he's driven enough but a higher end car like that a luxury car how is it doing on electricity? I mean, I, he you, just got it last night. I okay. Don't know. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I was just wondering. And I mean, has he? I mean, can he go around the city all day long and not have an issue? Or? Oh, I think it has like a four hundred mile range. Right. Right. It, but see, city driving is way different than getting on the freeway and doing four hundred miles too. You get what? I, so yeah, and it's probably not like the. Uh, um, we'll talk more about this. We're, we're you we're, find we're out. I want to. I mean, a couple so. a couple months. Let's talk about this again. And I just want to know. Yeah. The good thing was uh, um, when they started making charging station, they started making all electric cars. Uh-huh. The really good thing is is the thing that plugs into them at those charging stations uh-huh. is the same on all cars. It's not like a beta or VHS where you You're can't right. figure out, oh, I got to find the right charging or station. Or better yet, they send you home with a bunch of adapters. So That'd be fun. <laughs> Although Tesla's come up with all kinds of adapters adapters to plug them in different places you know that right i have like run a cord to them or what yeah so but i mean um uh, they come with a little kit like so well i mean let's face it i mean if you know you bought an electric car and you show up at your dad's house and he's 90 he ain't buying an electric car at this point in his life i mean you know (laughs) why (laughs) well and you don't have a charging station (laughs) and you plug them into a 110 outlet they will charge it just takes a long period of time well yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so at least you could get something if you were at somebody's house that didn't have a charging or you know what i'm saying correct get a little juice in your battery Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway on to talking about better things for now We'll be discussing this more lately because electric cars, they kind of are the future, right? Well, don't you remember remember the time you drove the EV1 and you sucked the battery down just going one mile? Yeah, that was fun. And I know they've come a long way since then, but I just... Dave was really mad. (laughs) I know, because he couldn't get home then. (laughs) He was really mad. He was looking for his adapter so he could... <laughs> That's the first time I ever drove an electric car, and I was like, man, let's see what this thing does. I brought it back. I was like, it's in the red, man. You're, you're, you're walking home, Dave. And yeah, we're talking about Dave Stahl. There's no question about it. Yes. He, he, so Dave, Dave worked for me back, back in the day, and uh, uh, it was really funny that he brought this car, and this is when the EV1 had come out, and Dave, Dave was... Uh, Dave, Dave was uh, uh, doing something uh, that had to do with uh, um, media, and they gave him this car to test drive. And so I talked him into letting me take it for a drive, and I just, man, you, because just like Electric Car Today, the response from that thing was like off the line, was crazy. So I took it for a good drive and, and was uh, um, driving it like a race car, to say the least, and brought it back. I was like, hey, you're, you're walking home, Dave. That, that thing's dead. <laughs> It's the battery's on negative right now, so I don't think he could get out of its way if it had to. He was like, "What'd you do?" <laughs> that was so fun, Dave. I hope you're listening. 
They're probably not right now. That car, though, I mean, that was a concept car, and and uh, that, that that one was a little. I think if I remember right, the EV one, they didn't have hydraulic brakes on that thing. They used electric electric for the brake. It was a little weird about that car. So I mean, but that was their first big adventure into an all electric no, car. And, like that. and the technology wasn't there that we have today. It's not even close. Well, I. Not, they did, I don't I'm pretty even sure none they, of those exist anywhere. They were figuring out the technology back then. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was the whole idea. I agree. It was for sure. No question about it. So one of those things. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, uh, you can give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're talking about everything automotive-related. Um, also wanted to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for smog for coming up on 30 years this August. So uh, we've been around just a little bit of time, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and uh, smog certified out there, uh, taking care of folks uh, in the East County for nine years. Woo, quite a while, huh? It's been a long time. Time goes. Time flies when you're having fun. I know. Just, I thought that was good. I thought I was just so busy back in the day with the kids, and that's why the thing. But it just seems like now the kids are going. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not. If my time keeps picking up, though, I just thought I was so busy, but it's not even that. <laughs> the older you get, the faster <laughs> like, it goes. Yeah. I think. Uh, West Curdy Mace Automotive and Transmission, eighty twenty seven Balboa Avenue, right in Central San Diego. AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks right uh, here in uh, Central San Diego for, uh, um, well, it's almost five years coming up on. Or actually, five years. It was five. It's five years right now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, right in the Golden Triangle, right across the street from where we're at now, fifty-seven twenty-six Miramar Road, Neesgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for three years. Uh, all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio, uh, as we all believe in the same philosophy: we never put money ahead of people. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved uh, uh, credit. We have several different arms we can help folks with. Get a West Automotive Group uh, credit card, though, and you can use that six months uh, no interest offer every time that you need service or repair. So very important. Uh, also, get in and take advantage of our CertiCare uh, transmission diagnosis along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home. Uh, and low-cost rental vehicles at all four of our locations. Um, we're here to help you. Um, follow us. Uh, go to the West Automotive Group. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can, from there, can also click on uh, the Auto Man segments. We're on the Auto Man for the CW and, uh, and uh, uh, Fox 5 News, different times during the week. Uh, once again, that's... Uh, westautomotivegroup.com and click on Automan Seconds or Auto Talk Radio where we put all these podcasts. You can also pick our podcast up on the go at uh, several places. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com and tune in. So if you want to listen to us, take us with you. Auto Talk Radio is amazing. Yeah, we go anywhere. (laughs) We go anywhere. We'll tune anything up. It's all good. But you can give us a call this morning if you want to talk about anything automotive-related at 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. As we're talking technical service bulletins and... uh, All I got to say is, I remember back in the day when I worked for the dealers, (laughs) they would cut... I'm so glad that with internet... This is one of the things I'm glad that internet came out, or the computer thing came out. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they used to come out every Monday morning with this folder and flop it on your toolbox, TSPs, oh. bulletins, all this stuff. And, you know, you got to remember all this stuff or you're back there flipping through it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, and let's be honest, if they wouldn't, I mean, with, well, they they wouldn't have not come up with it. So we have all the technology in cars now that we have because of where we've made it with computers yes. and all that, right? But can you imagine? Because we technical. I mean, you think a lot came out then. Oh, that's nothing. I mean, what comes out? What technical service bulletins that came out in in a in a uh, um, day then? 
probably the same amount that come out in a month now come out in a day, you know, on different makes and models and all that. So in, in, Thank goodness that we have electronic search in the our databases where we type in uh, Chevy Astra van this problem whatever it is you know you know uh, over, over won't shift into overdrive or whatever it is and everything that's related comes up and you can look through all the technical service bulletins for that right yes think about this though compared to today back in the day almost every car was was had its own character meaning. Different engines, and I mean different family engines. I mean everything was so. Now things are more modular. You know what I mean. And cars, they don't make as many models of cars as they used to make. Neither. So things were well, even from model to model. A lot of times they're the same. I mean the engine and the powertrain setup and the engine and transmission is the same. Uh-huh. It's just different body on a different chassis or whatever. That's why back in the day you had so many more technical bulletins because of this. You you still have way more today than you had back then. No, I know. But I meant was. It was trying to remember them all. I'm just glad it's on the computer. Well, correct. And you can search them easier than, yep. oh, where did I put the bulletin from three weeks? I remember something about this. Through the folder. No, no good. All right, folks. Let's uh, take our last break here. one 888 That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 at 96.1 FM. We will return right after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house of me is my co-host, Mr. What, what is your name? I don't know. Oh, your name's I don't know. Makes it easy. Who's on second? What's on third? You don't remember that joke? <laughs> I think it's funny. Why not? Do you remember the joke about, uh, <laughs> hey, which band is on the stage? The Who. Yeah, I want to know who it is. The Who. who? <laughs> that was the joke. I remember another joke about them, but I'm not going to say it because it's insensitive. And I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's insensitive. We don't do insensitive here. <laughs> I don't. Is, okay. That's fine. We don't do head. it sensitive or insensitive. We don't say insensitive things. We're not doing it. Of course but. I do on accident all the time. <laughs> I don't even think you know it's insensitive when you say it. That's part of the problem. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. one 1170 It's 888-344-1170. I'm going to take over here before Kevin does say something insensitive. <laughs> Um, so hey, if I mean well when I say something, it's not insensitive, okay? <laughs> How did we get on this topic? All right, listen up. Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other battery when it comes to automotive related batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason it is the number one technician recommended battery nationwide. If you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, we'll put an interstate in for you. If you need a battery for any other need, any other need at all, um, then uh, you can check them out at their storefronts. Uh, where are they located at? 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar, of course, or La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need, highest quality out there. All right, let's grab Bruce real quick and Carl's Brad, see what he's up to. Good morning, Bruce. Oh. I got to click on the thing. I forgot. It's yep. my turn. You have to answer it. Yeah, first. I have to answer it. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. Uh, about a week ago, uh, I went out to start my 2003 Ford Explorer Sport. Yes, sir. And uh, it had been sitting in the garage. And uh, so it cranked and cranked and cranked, but uh, nothing. Hmm. And uh, so I kind of checked around and I saw that this had this uh, uh, inertial inertia switch in it. Uh, that's a impact collision switch yes sir it, it was stripped 
Uh oh. And, and yes, for no reason, uh, the car sitting in the garage uh, for a few days, nothing banged it, nothing fell on it, uh, other than I did uh, slam the uh, deck lid, uh, trunk lid, whatever, and uh, I mean, and the door. And um, anyway, I tripped it, and it worked fine. It, car started right up. So I, I, I'm assuming you guys probably don't deal with it that often. This is like a collision shop would, of course. But uh, so then I, I, I went and uh, uh, I, I tried to trip it uh, myself. I uh, slammed the door real hard on the trunk and uh, also tapped it with the back end of a screwdriver that tapped the switch itself, trying mm-hmm. to get it to trip, and it mm-hmm. won't trip again, so mm-hmm. it's working perfectly. And I was on the verge of uh, replacing it. They're about 20 bucks. Uh, yeah, and, they're, uh, they're not very expensive, but we, we, used, we used to have cars towed in here and there that had that. Those switches can go bad, too. Doesn't sound like it. They can also just, like you said, trip, you know, uh, for something that... that uh, uh, an event that's happened um that doesn't happen a lot it's not real common to have that happen that switch is there for for impact uh what happens is when the car gets impacted or rolls over mainly um that switch uh, activates and uh therefore cuts off power to the fuel pump so it's not continually supplying fuel in case the car catches on fire etc yeah it's a uh, so i was looking at it uh there's some YouTube stuff on the the workings of that specific switch, and mm-hmm. it's got a, a permanent magnet inside at the base at the bottom of it, and it holds this uh, bo- like ball bearing like thing. And if it let, lets loose, then it, it trips the switch. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like I said, I tr- tried very much to to knock it knock it loose in this knot. Of course, another way that could it could be released would be like a, a very high magnetic field or something, and then I don't see that that happen. Correct. And it's very easy. Uh, and this is kind of what I want your opinion on. I could, if it happen, does happen again, I can jumper the thing and take it out of the circuit. But I'm I pretty sure I know what you're going to say. Don't do it. What? Well, I mean, I I wouldn't permanently take it out of the circuit if you you know I mean if you were stuck somewhere and and the switch failed you know and you jump I mean it's easy to access it should be in the right uh, passenger side kick panel right there is where it is on most most of those vehicles is that where it is on yours? Yes, it is. Yeah, the, yeah. and it's on a passenger side kick panel. Yep. I didn't know it was there. I didn't even know there was such a thing. So, uh, well, Bruce, if you would have just asked me last time we talked, I'd have told you it was there. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. But anyway, uh, um, so your opinion is well, don't, you, don't take it out of the circuit. Oh, no, you wouldn't want to take it out and leave it out. No, that's definitely a safety device that needs to be there on those vehicles if they get in an accident. That was like a TSB from Ford. They put those in there in case that truck They're, rolls over because they have problems. With they it. had problems with cars catching on fire. That's why they started uh uh, putting them in on certain vehicles, so yeah. Don't all don't all the manufacturers put them in there now? Nope, nope, no, nope. no, no. Other manufacturers, uh, uh, because of the way the software is written for their PCMs and that, certain things happen. Will shut off fuel anyway, so they didn't need that. But that was uh, Ford's uh, used those then, yeah, to prevent that problem. So most all of them that, um, and I don't. I don't know of anybody that has one of the has a resettable one of those on on a vehicle, but Ford. Ford's the only people that, I know that use those. They added to them because it was cheaper to do that than it was to go back and rewrite everything. I mean, it, that's it that's was, why yeah. they fix things that way. I mean, anybody. I mean, and yeah, that's just the way they fix them. That's the way the engineer goes back because otherwise they'd have to spend multiple money coming back replacing all the ECMs and all this stuff. Yeah, when they had a problem. So uh, the thing was uh, that the Ford did that. Yeah, so that on those vehicles, it is needed, and and it should be there. And usually they don't cause a lot of problems, to be honest with you. Okay, well, I hope this is a one-time thing then. So I'll just leave it in there and uh, uh, replace it if it does it again. You got it, Bruce. Thanks for the call, and thanks for listening, my friend. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. Be safe out there. That's a, but good, great question. Things like that should never be removed off a vehicle. No, I wouldn't do that. But I got, I got to say, just like he said, magnet ball in there. Thing is, he could have hit a big bump in the road and it moved a little bit, but didn't fall off. 
and then he gets home, slams the door, falls off. It could have. So I mean, and, and that and that's why he's not going to find out what just happened because if something like that happened, because it was a series of events. Yes, mm-hmm. which isn't very common. No, and if you know if he's not having a problem with it and he's got good current through it, I would I wouldn't mess with it because you know this is the thing. Sometimes back in the day, I would be like, "Oh, if I'm not, you know what? I can't find out what's wrong. Maybe I'll just replace the switch." Then I get myself in other problems. You know what I mean? Because then I end up with a switch. Especially, I'm pretty sure Ford doesn't make that part anymore, so you're gonna have to buy an aftermarket one. You might end up with a worse switch than you had when you first started out. See what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, you never know. I mean, if it's not bad, leave it alone. It's very true. All right, folks, 1-888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, if you got a question like Bruce or something cool to talk about, we're here to talk to you about it. Um, So we're, we've been talking about technical service bulletins, uh, TSBs, diagnosing and repairing your vehicle. TSBs are notifications, which are the things we talked about uh, uh, from vehicle manufacturers intended to advise uh, you know, us as technicians um, about, you know, Content may range from diagnostic and repair procedures to known vehicle problems or conditions like we were discussing to notifying us about uh, new and improved parts. Sometimes TSBs have new parts in them, like replace it with this known kit, which is right. What's part number? <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they don't work real well. well. No, it's not even that. It's like when you call the manu because normally when you're getting a, a, a update like that, you're getting it from the manufacturer, you know, like you know, from the parts department and they only sell you the one part and the guy forgets to tell you that you need all this other stuff. So now I have to call the customer back and the customer's going, what? <laughs> one of the most important mm. things to train a new parts person at, 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 a, at a parts place or thing is, is, is when the little asterisk there with a footnote, like a one or a two or whatever to read the thing on the bottom. So you can tell the person buying it, what the other stuff is. Well, especially when the part that you didn't get is even more expensive than the part you're Placing, well, and we, you have to tell the customer that they don't like that. Well, we <laughs> just had this happen. It was a uh, what? What was it? It happened. It was an aluminum oil pan, and it was on a Honda. Well, they updated the oil pan. Uh huh. So, oh no, it was a Nissan. It was a Nissan. I remember exactly now. So, so we get the oil pan right, and then he's looking at it, and uh, it, um, it was Stephen, and he's like, huh. This doesn't look right. The timing cover does. Call them back. They're like, oh, no, you got to put a new timing cover, timing chain. To- Whoa, what that would <laughs> That would have been a good idea to mention that when, when we called to estimate this out for the, it, but it was a, it's an insurance claim. It was damaged. I think the oil pen got cracked or something. So it's easier to tell them because they know. I mean, well, they. But think about a customer. No, they don't know. And they, and, the, 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 so actually the insurance company said, can you find a used oil pan that's not updated <laughs> because. We're not having any problems with this except for the impact, you know, so they, they, they wanted to go that route, which is, I mean, it is, but these things are good, good items to know before yeah. you start. I mean, and some are just simple, like, like you buy this part and you need this extra bolt or something. I mean, some are That's simple. Like a, some are, well, it is. Because but I mean, it is, but it's, it's frustrating. Yes. Read the footnotes. When something says oil pan and there's a one next to it, a little one, you know, like a footnote thing, then go down to the one footnote and read it where it says, must add these other part numbers to complete the job. Yeah, that'd be good to know in the start. You know, the funny thing is, because I, I, especially doing transmissions, I got used to giving out part, my writing down my own part numbers and stuff like that, because, you know, it's to, that was a confusing side for some people. Mm-hmm. But that, but. Even me, sometimes I make a mistake, and the best thing I can have is a parts guy that really knows what he's talking oh, about. I was because, just going to say that. The best parts guys. Because he stops me and tells me, Kev, you missed this part. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in, in, in the parts industry, there are some amazing parts people for sure that, that let you know the minute. Like, hey, you're going to need this and this and this, and we're going to do this. Okay, cool. So, or you know what? We also replace this typically. I, I know for a fact because I've, I've, they've done a lot of parts orders for a specific job. Hey, don't forget about these because these usually are worn also when you get in there. It's help out. So there are some amazing parts people out there. No question about it. Um, let's grab uh, Alan real quick here. Let me click on this. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Well, uh Actually, pretty good. I, I was in an accident a couple of weeks ago. Weeks ago. I'm sorry. And 
Uh, well, thanks. Me too. <laughs> and my car is also. Um, anyway, uh, the airbag deployed, and um, I'm still pretty sore from it. Oh, yeah. And I had a chest x-ray done, and I'm okay there, but I'm still probably going to have to go back to my doctor. It's, I think it's muscular. It's not skeletal. So, anyway. Um, other, other than that, yeah, everybody in the car okay? Yeah, I was by myself. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not okay. It's, uh, it's a total loss, but um, well, uh, rather the car than you, Alan. Pardon me. Rather the car be a total loss than something bad happened to you. So it sounds like the car did its job to protect you. It, it did its job exactly. Yeah, Good. and the airbag did too. What? I'm just what? Thankful for that. What make and model car was it, Alan? A 2006 Toyota Matrix. Okay, gotcha. SUV. Um, anyway. Um, I looked on the internet for information on airbags, and it's difficult because you'll you'll usually get suspension airbags, and then eventually, if you keep trying, you'll get they'll give you uh, information on on the uh, driver's airbags. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said that it deploys at ninety eight between ninety eight and two hundred miles an hour. Correct. And it happens so fast. I mean, you just you have no time to react to anything. Correct. And the only thing you see is just a bag deflating, deflating. So. I'm, I'm thankful for that, but I just wonder, are those things expensive to replace? Extremely. They total cars out for them things blowing up. Just for airbags, yeah. Yeah, not even the collision damage, but for airbags. Here, here's those. So, And when you replace those, the other thing that has to be replaced uh, is the modules that control them. They're damaged once they've had what's called a deployment, which is what that is. So then the modules are damaged. Also, all that stuff has to be replaced to fix that car. That's why usually when you have um, multiple airbags that have deployed on a car, the car is totaled no matter what. Yeah, and that's ex- about what my insurance company said. Mm-hmm. I said once the airbag is deployed, it, uh, it indicates that there's a really good impact. And there's going to be ex- pretty extensive damage besides just body damage. So yeah. So if, if and if you want to just uh, you said something, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you said something about uh, looking up information. I was, so if you put in suppressive restraint system or SRS system airbags, yeah, it'll alleviate all the suspension airbags and pull up only stuff that has to do with, with that. Because that's that's what airbags are, suppressive restraint. And they have to deploy at that speed, obviously. I mean, I, I know you understand this, but to uh, prevent uh, you from I mean, it's a split second before you would end up hitting the steering wheel or, or anything like that to, so to save you. I mean, that's why they deploy at the speed they do, obviously. This is why you want your seat adjusted right, because if that thing hits you in the face before it explodes, I mean, before it fills full of air, it can be damaging, especially to a kid. Well, it, that's why you don't put car seats backwards in, in, in the front seat of a car and things like that. Because so. when it comes out, it comes out like a whip before it blows up. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. You know, the other dangerous thing, Alan, why we're talking about this when you you said that, yeah, I mean, obviously you were seated properly in the car and stuff. And I mean, you still have, you know, like soft tissue bruising or or there can be multiple. I mean, you can end up with a broken arm or from those also, but it's it's life saving. So they're usually not uh, uh, life threatening injuries. Uh, the thing, but uh, for all you young girls that like to take your shoes off and put your feet up on yeah. the up on the dash when you're sitting in the fr- front seat of your car, that's if you've ever seen what happens to somebody that's in, in uh, an incident and and they have a uh, airbag deployment, um, it usually breaks both your hips, your ankles, your legs uh, can can often kill you because it folds you in two. That's why when quickly I, when I drive by somebody and their feet are on the dash, dude, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> terrible thing to do. Don't so keep your feet on the floor. Don't put them up on the dash. Don't you know th- those those things can be very damaging to you. And and uh, um, best case scenario is you can't you don't walk for months because they're reconstructing you. So that's a terrible thing to do. Just don't don't do that because you you never know when it's going to happen. And uh, if an accident happens like that and you're in that situation with your feet up there, it it, it can be very uh, it can destroy you. So. Yeah, not only that, but uh, a lot of girls uh, wear the open-type shoes. Uh-huh. And they caution against that because it, they said if you're in an accident, you may be walking through debris or broken glass to get out of the car. Correct. Especially in an emergency, you know. Gotta, gotta but get that's, that's still better than being folded in two because you had your feet up on the dash. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, correct, correct. Anyway, uh, the la- my last comment is uh, they also mentioned that it's, uh, it's set off by an explosive charge, and I always added in my mind that, it was like a, a high-pressure gas cylinder or something, but they said it's an electrical explosive uh, device. Correct. It sets it off. The yeah. thing that, and, and it's loud, and it's like mm-hmm. when the impact happened, uh, 
it's like, geez, would I get hit by a semi or what? Yeah. So, um, all the auto, I did a auto man segment back in the day when, uh, in, uh, CW6 when I used to do them on Saturday mornings for them uh, in their back lot and if you Google it and you can find it um, uh, just the auto man in San Diego and uh, uh, we set off several airbags in the back lot uh, and Lynn Stewart was well, I'll never forget she was the anchor then that was doing segments with me Lynn Stewart was with me and I told her before I set them off I was like this is going to be loud so don't 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 scream you know I set them off you can hear in the background where where she screams <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it's pretty loud to yeah. your point that's what i was making so anyway hey alan thanks for the call and uh, uh i'm glad you're gonna be okay man i'm sorry to hear you were in that accident uh uh but uh i'm, I'm glad you're you're gonna you ended up walking away from it yeah me too i'm very thankful and if you kind of approach those accidents like that it, it takes you a while to really take everything that happened but uh, you know, people that stop and help you out—it's just a great, a great thing. So yeah, yeah. Well, we're glad you're still with us and going to be safe. So Thank you. good, talk good to talk you to you. Guys. Have a safe weekend. Take care now. You too. Bye. 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 So great, uh, great to hear from him. And sorry he was in an accident. That's a, that's never a fun thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm Mar- glad he was by himself, and I'm glad he walked away from it. Their backs can hurt too. You think? <laughs> Last one I was in, <laughs> I had marks all over my stomach. From the, well, the weird thing is, is when it hit the seatbelt, the seatbelt. Oh yeah, makes marks on that you. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so for sure. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there, thanks for joining us this morning. We love doing Auto Talk Radio. We love the things we get to talk about with you. Hopefully, we bring you some great information and uh, you enjoy tuning in with us uh, to uh, to learn about it. I uh, there's all kinds of things we love talking about for sure uh, when it comes to cars and things like that. Uh, make sure and uh, tune in next Saturday as we're here seven to eight. On The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1, as you know, because you're listening right now. Everybody keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until next week, we want everybody to be safe. Wear your seatbelt. As we were saying, don't put your feet up on the dash. Always a bad idea. Those kind of things. Um, we do appreciate you. This has been Auto Talk Radio. Till next Saturday. Bye. Kevin, bye. <laughs>